Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Flower, back with another Central Virginia Fishing Report with Ethan Martin at Telltellers Fly Shop. How you doing, Ethan? I'm doing great today. How are you doing? As always, just trying to stay out of trouble, and uh, you're from a remote location this time around. Yeah, I am. We took a little 13-hour drive with all the family to get down to Florida, so we're catching all sorts of fish. I just got scooted off a giant flat by a dolphin. It was slightly terrifying when you're used to catching you know brook trout and smallmouth so but it's great <laughs> it's like having a muskie come and tell you to move along right yeah but it doesn't have that you know the blowhole sound which when that comes coming up like 10 foot behind you man that is that is a weird sound <laughs> yeah well as long as you're not having you know we're not having shark conversations that's pretty good right not yet but you know we'll see by the end of the week right? uh, well there you go well you know i was looking at your weather and um you know, you're starting to cool off, and I was kind of curious kind of what you were seeing kind of on the trout front and on the smallmouth front in central VA. Yeah, back home, I mean, the past, really, I guess the month since we've recorded has been really good. I mean, the the James has just heated up incredibly. Um, almost everybody that I've talked to that's been out and fished has had really quality fish uh, and also pretty decent numbers days. Um, so it, it's had a really strong tail out of, uh, summer. And as we kind of transition into that fall ish, uh, mode, you know, it's, we're going to see still some more topwater cicada stuff, uh, usually until like the first frost when they start dying off a lot of our bigger bugs. Um, but I mean, that, that's just been really hot. So if you have not gone out yet, you know, you are going to be kicking yourself if you don't get out this year, it's got me excited for next year, to be honest. Um, because you know, it, at the beginning, it kind of petered in a little bit uh, in the beginning of summer, but then here towards the end, man, it is just it's done really good. Um, now, on the, the trout side of things, we've just started getting back up into the brook trout streams. Our temperatures have finally gotten back, um, and we've had some pretty decent rains this whole summer, so we're not like ultra, ultra low. Uh, it is very clear, and it is what I would consider low, and pretty much everybody would consider low. Um, so, you know, take that into consideration. If you do go up there, our temps are pretty good. Um, most of the streams that we've, that I've sent people to, um, the past really like three weeks, uh, temps have been good as long as you get up into the higher elevations and fish earlier in the morning. Um, but you know, that being said right now, I mean, you could go and your temps would be fine. Um, cause that's really the only concern that people really are looking at as we get into the tail out of summer, but it's just been normal stuff dry fly uh, droppers have been okay but um, a lot of guys still catching them on like yellow dry flies like the 409 that i always everybody always hears me talk about um, but we're kind of getting to the beginning of like my favorite season with the brook trout which is the little greeny weenies those crazy things which um i mean i start fishing those right about now and then until we get into you know their spawn or a little bit before um so it it should be shaping up to have a, a pretty solid fall if you want to catch smallmouth or if you want to go out and catch brook trout. Um, so I'm I'm excited about you know just the shape that all of our rivers are in right now. Um, they are low, you know, but it's uh, that's just typical for this time of year. Yeah, got it. And so when you talk about the brook trout streams being low, obviously you you know it sounds like folks are still able to fish dries and droppers. But are you suggesting people kind of lengthen those leaders out a little bit or? kind of how can they tip things in their favor? 
Usually the main things that I do is I'll go down to a little bit smaller fly just so you don't spook them if you land it right on their nose. Uh, And then I will put a little bit more of a a leader to my dry fly. Um, Now, when it comes to the the distance between the dry fly and the nymph, a lot of times I'll even shorten that up. Uh, And the reason being is it is more low, so you'll hang less on the bottom. Um, You know, if you went to a three foot section between your nymph and your dry fly. You can't really control that very well uh, for one in a small stream. Um, but two is some of the sections of the rivers aren't even three foot deep or, you know, two foot deep. So it's just a little bit overkill. So most of the time, the distance between my dry fly and my dropper this time of year is going to be anywhere from like a foot to 16 inches, which I would consider that to be, a little bit more on the short end range for me. And that's just one of my preferences. Um, but going from my fly line to my actual fly, a lot of times I will make that like seven and a half foot normal leader just right out of the pack. Um, if you've been in the shop, you know, one of the things I do recommend is SA has a Creek trout leader that's six foot. Um, and that is a solid leader, but you know, this time of the year when they do get really spooky, if you're on a bigger pool, it can be profitable just to add a little bit more length uh, to your setup. So that way you're not spooking as many fish. Now it, it is going to happen either way, but um, just like you said, stack the odds in your favor as best as you can. Yeah. Got it. And backing up just a little bit to the smallie thing. I mean, we've talked about the bug fishing for a while this summer, but I would imagine too, that probably bait fish streamers are probably crushing it as well. Yeah, they are. I mean, that, that's one of the things it, it depends on who you talk to. Um, you know, I, I talk to a lot of guides and a lot of guides have varying opinions on what to throw and when to throw it. And so for my own conclusion, I just kind of do whatever the heck I want to do. And if I'm catching fish that day, then I stick with it. But if I'm not catching fish, like if I'm throwing the bug and they're not eating it, then I definitely will go from a streamer to a uh, topwater bait fish. I mean, I don't have any problems, you know, throwing multiple things out of my box because you know if all you want to do is throw the bug that's fine this is like the best time of the year to do that um but that being said it's not like the one trick pony fly uh if you have a full fly box of flies you know that you went out and bought why do you just want to limit yourself to that one bug uh and on top of that i mean you'll if you ever go out with a guide you'll probably hear him say things like trust the bug and that is one of the best ways to catch big fish like i am not ever going to take that away from anybody um but one of the things for the guides is it's one of the easiest ways uh, for a complete beginner to catch a big fish Um, because you know if you give a newbie a a fly rod and you say here's a articulated dungeon you know heave it at the bank and strip it back at xyz cadence they're going to get a little bit confused if you hand them a popper and you say splat it on the bank and watch it you know, give your rod to a little wiggle every once in a while. That's really easy um, for a beginner to do or for a guide. So uh, it's one of those things that if you know nothing about fly fishing and you want to go out and catch a big smallmouth, then go out and throw the bug. Don't change it. Um, but if you are interested in numbers and you're, you know, uh, familiar enough uh, with other styles of patterns, then, you know, don't let that be the only bug that you go out and buy because, we had a day like two weeks ago. It would have been in the fishing report, but I'm, I'm, we missed it. Um, but my dad and I went out with uh, a buddy of ours, Jeremy Cunningham, and 
we slayed fish and it was on a white bait fish like the whole day um which it was the first day i mean i hate saying numbers because you never really believe people but like between the two of us we had over 100 fish in the boat on the james which i haven't had that happen ever um you know i hear people that are much older than me that tell me about how it used to be that way but it wasn't just small fish you know it was like fish we caught a couple i think eight I had an 18. My dad had like two 16s and one big one that broke them off. Right. Like, so it's one of those things. Um, now you can keep this in mind too. Like the bait fish that I was throwing was about the same size as cicada. And there were times where as soon as that thing flopped on the water, a fish would just engulf it. Um, so, you know, there's, there's a couple of things to keep in mind. There is maybe that fish thought that was a cicada, you know, it's the same size. It plopped down just like a cicada does. And he ate it. Um, but, that, that's just another fly to add to your arsenal um, where if you you don't know what's happening and you're not catching anything on the bug and you're like, I'm getting sick of this, then change out your fly. I mean, that that's kind of my philosophy because it should be exciting. You know, it shouldn't be you sitting there mad and wondering why everybody talks about this bug being so good, but you're not catching fish on it, you know. Yeah, there you go. And you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. You can email them to us. You can DM us on social media, whatever's easiest for you. If we use your question, I will send you some articulate fly swag and we're going drawing for something cool from the shop at the end of the season. And uh, Ethan, before I let you get back to the surf fish and you want to let folks know store location hours and everything about the free TNT giveaway this week. Yeah. Yeah, we're located in Lynchburg, Virginia. We're on Main Street right in downtown. Um, we're like two blocks up from the James River. So a lot of people just make a day trip out of it, fish in the morning, then come see me or uh, Andrew in the shop. Uh, and then if you can't, see us in the actual storefront we do have pretty much everything in the shop online as well um and you know if you have any questions instagram email uh phone call facebook we've got it all so a couple different avenues there you go and i guess the free tnt rides while supplies last right yeah (laughs) yeah we had one person you know (laughs) only one person showed up for a free tnt no i'm I'm just kidding i drive (laughs) i drive from charlotte to lynchburg for a free tnt yeah, I would drive same distance. <laughs> uh, well, there you go. Well, listen, folks, you owe it to yourself to take advantage of this almost fall weather. Uh, tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Ethan. Tight lines. Tight lines.